0: I don't know if it was a spirit that a lot of us were in agreement with, or or what it was, but uh, it was it was hard last week, and it, it usually isn't hard for us. And I, I think Phyllis identified it as discouragement and disappointment. And when when you said that, it just I thought, yeah, I, I really feel like that's, that's it. Uh, so tonight, uh, I'm handing out these little pieces of paper, and hopefully a lot of you have something to write with, and some of you can borrow from those that do. But uh, it, it was about a year ago that we got the news that uh, we had to move out of the building on films. On uh, and I, I know for many of us that that was a big disappointment, as uh, some of us invested a lot of blood, sweat, and tears <laughs> into that building, didn't we, Jack? <laughs> uh, and and the Lord really blessed us there. But I I feel like the Lord is saying. Okay, it's time to put all that disappointment and discouragement behind us. So, what what I want us to do tonight is on those little pieces of paper and somebody in the back, <laughs> do you want to bring a couple up front because I I forgot to take one. <laughs> what what I want you to do, oh do you have one still? Well, yeah, Barry's berries, berries got some more. Okay. <laughs> okay, this this is good. So anything that you have been disappointed with before the Lord this this last year? Anything... That is bringing discouragement upon you, uh, particularly in your relationship with the Lord and your relationship with the church I, I want you to write it down on here and we're we're going to do communion tonight, a little different uh so when when you come up for the elements uh <laughs> one one of these is marked offerings that's that's where you can put your offering and i want you to put these in in the other one okay and i'm going to i'm not going to look at them i'm going to burn them when i get home i'm going to put them in the wood stove and whew, <laughs> away they go because what what i feel like the lord wants us to do tonight is is to release this stuff to him, just just once and for all. Because the the Lord doesn't want us looking back. Uh, he he wants us looking forward. Because the best is yet to come. Yeah. So I need to borrow a pen. Worship team, did you pick a a song you want to come up? So we've spent a fair amount of time looking at Joel 1 and 2 over the last year plus. We've not spent a lot of time in the second half of Joel chapter 2. Because not only was there a call to the nation of Israel to repent, there was a promise given of what would happen if they did. And I I know most of us here, we either, we participated in one or both of the solemn assemblies that uh, we've had opportunity in in the last year so I I just I want to read some of this because this is good stuff it's Joel chapter 2 beginning in verse 18 then the Lord will become jealous For his land and have pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people Behold, I am sending you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied. And I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. I will remove the northerner far from you and drive him into a parched and desolate land his vanguard into the eastern sea and his rear guard into the western sea. The stench and foul smell of him will rise, for he has done great things. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Fear not, you beasts of the field. Remember in chapter 1 they had nothing to eat, For the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine give their full yield. Be glad, O children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindication and has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the latter rain as before. The threshing floors will be full of grain. The vats will overflow with wine and oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my mighty army which I sent among you. You will eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people will never again be put to shame. You will know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God. There is no other. And my people will never again be put to shame. And then is the other uh, most read part of Joel chapter 2. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions, even on the male and female servants. In those days I will pour out my spirit, and I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth, Blood, fire, and columns of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape, as the Lord has said, and among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. So the Lord wants to impart new hope tonight and new vision because the best is yet to come. Absolutely. So, Art, would you come and let's invite people to come and receive the elements for the Lord's Supper? Offering in this one. I don't want to burn anybody's offering, okay. <laughs> we we don't need that kind of burnt offering. given that stuff to the Lord. Now I want you to do it in prayer. And uh, Father, I, I just ask for an impartation right now of hope, of vision. Lord, renew our vision, renew our hope. So may the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope.
1: In uh, past experiences in churches where I've served I've learned that when a situation like this comes to a body uh, what the enemy hopes to get us to do is to focus on him and his attack on this body and uh, what tends to be the thing that he willed away and that has come to complicate and emphasize on us to be distracted from is just mainly a move of the spirit a move in the spirit would definitely break this, set it back, and put it on its heels. So the, the thing we don't want to do is focus on the attack. We don't want to focus on the enemy. We don't want to focus our days or our worries on what he's doing and how bad it's getting. And what we need prayer for is to fight him. We don't need to fight him. Jesus beat him. What we need to do is just get back in the spirit.
2: evening um so today my my sister older sister wrote me and uh it was kind of funny because she said i guess she was taking a nap and she said i just had a dream about you and it's kind of random um but i i rarely dream with you and i i felt a lot of uh the holy spirit when she woke up and she wrote it to me and uh I just instantly cried because I I felt that God was speaking not only to me, but I think for the season that we're in as a church. So I'm going to share it with you. So she was in her new apartment with her little girl and her husband, and she walked out of her room with her little girl, and she heard a shout of pain from a different room in the apartment. And she ran inside and saw who she thought was her husband on the floor on his knees, but didn't see the face because his back was towards her. Then that's when she heard my name, and she put Daniel real loud. On my back, she saw a knife, and it was a spiritual knife that was hurting my back. And she said, don't move. You have a knife in your back. Let me take it out. So she started grabbing it, take it out and started interceding in spiritual warfare to destroy the knife. But then the Lord said, no, don't destroy it. Declare it as vengeance to the enemy that you use it to plow the field. So she took the knife out, and as she was getting ready to destroy it, the Lord said, no, you're going to use that. What was a weapon against him is not going to be used for my purposes. So she says that at that point, she started plowing the ground next to me, And I was still on my knees, and then all of a sudden the ground became earth, like dirt. And I declared that the earth was plowed for the harvest and ordered the harvest to come forward. And all this as vengeance to the enemy who tried to use that knife to harm you. It was now used to plow the field and produce a large harvest. Um, Then she said, The Lord said a large harvest of souls. This was a letter later text that I didn't share with you. And, uh, and I said, wow. I, I wrote her like that is just confirmation. The exact kind of timing for, for not only my life but with the church, I feel, has I think the move and all the difficulties and things that I've been through as well are the tools that God is using us to shape the people we're going to be to bring forth that harvest to be ready for the harvest when it comes. And it, it's just beautiful how he works. It, it's through trials, it's through fire, but I think God is getting us ready, getting the soil ready to, to bring forth that harvest.
0: Yeah, when, uh, when Daniel shared that dream with me today, I just I, I thought, wow, that, that is for us. And I just have to ask a question uh, how many of us is is our heart in a much better place today than it was a year ago that's the, It's almost unanimous uh, so the dream was was a picture of what has been happening because what the enemy has tried to use <laughs> against us. And this is something that uh, Mark Crawford shared when he was with us back in May. Uh, he said that, that there was a battle on for the destiny of this church. And it wasn't over. <laughs> it, it was, there, there was more to come. Uh, but I believe we're we're at the place where we're coming out of it now, and uh, I just I, I want to declare that what the enemy intended for evil against us, that the Lord is using for good, and we receive, Lord, that word about the harvest. And we thank you that you are preparing us for for the harvest. Uh, art is there anything you'd like to pray over us? <laughs> okay, shall we worship? Let's worship. <laughs>